again. This time as a foxtrot from the beginning, then. This is I'm Sorry, I'll Read That Again. Approximately 1,800 seconds of japes, pranks and idiosyncrasies written by a number of videos and featuring several syncrasies. Now for a quick summary of the weather, which will be less summery than usual, that is to say, more sort of wintry. <laughs> the situation at noon today was 12 o'clock precisely, <laughs> and has been getting steadily later throughout the day. <laughs> Temperatures everywhere will be lowered by the seasonal beverage obtainable at the millibars scattered throughout the country. <laughs> Tonight there will in fact be quite a lot of weather. But actually, there's not enough to go around. And Hedegoland may have to go without. Tomorrow, however, tummies will be unsettled and clothing... and clothing will be rather changeable. At Whipsnade, brass monkey weather is expected. And there'll be a lot of hot air around Westminster in the morning giving way to a short spell of afternoon tea occurring about 4.30. <laughs> As for shipping, quite frankly, I wouldn't try. <laughs> well, that concludes the ridge of high-pressure sales. Do tune in tomorrow at the same time, whether or not you like the weather or not. Good night. Well, dear... Did you have a swinging day at the office? Don't say swinging, dear. It dates you terribly. <laughs> well, the day has been a bit grotty, but mustn't grumble. Oh, not grotty, pet. It's out. Anything interesting in the paper this evening? Well, according to Jane Scott with a spoons column, Hessian stockings are going to be with it. Oh, don't say with it, sweetheart. It's not switched on to say with it. Sorry, pet. Hessian stockings, eh? Yes. Well, I'm glad those white woolly ones are going out. It made me look as if I've been standing in whitewash. No, no, my love. These aren't for women. Oh. Now, I'll just have to pop down. I'll just have to pop down to short and curly the male booty. <laughs> into Melissa today. She says they're going to Mallorca this year for their holiday. Oh, really? You'd think they'd know that Mallorca has gone out of the charts. It slipped to number 21 already. Well, that's Melissa, you know. She never could keep up. I was thinking we might try Sarajevo. They did a piece on it in one of those gorgeous colour supplements. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sure it could be gear or fab. Oh, what's that last year? Gear, I should say. It shows you're not a snob. Oh. Mm, snobs. <laughs> snobs are out, according to Jane Scott, with a spoon. She's made out a list here, everything that's in and everything that's gone out. Oh, that's very useful. We can cut it up and hang it on the wall in the loo. Quite. What did she say? <laughs> what did she say? Slip discs are out, but a broken arm is in. Socialism's out, but radical conservatism is okay. Double-breasted suits, Len Dayton and black telephones are in. Cigarette cases, broadening or Bergman or... Oh, dear. What's the matter, Dad? You've gone quite white. It's this article. According to this, people are out. People are out? <laughs> yes, they're not in anymore. Hey, but that's us, isn't it? We're people. I'm afraid so, dear. Oh. Well, um, what do you think of the gas oven? Oh, no, Dad, that was last year. Drinking weed killer is all the thing nowadays. Though <laughs> so I have heard that jumping out of a high window... <laughs> 
Calmly prepare to meet the foe. Okay, come on, come on, come on, quiet down, quiet down, quiet down. Stop fighting at the back there. Don't, don't you know there's a war on? Right. Now it's my job to welcome you all here. See, my name is Squadron Leader Hancock, but you can all call me Sir. <laughs> now I'm welcoming you on behalf of your CO, Wing Commander Clayton, affectionately known around here as Yellow Belly. <laughs> And he'll be greeting you himself just as soon as we can persuade him to come up out of the air raid shelter. <laughs> now, you'll recognize him easily enough. He cries a lot. <laughs> now, you men are a new draft here at Farnsworth and consequently due for three months' intensive training in flying the new B-27 bombers. Uh, however, since Jerry is on our tail right now, we're going to ask you to take the planes up now and we'll give you your training later on. <laughs> Now, that's a promise. I'm sure you'll find the practical experience of combat conditions will come in very useful when you get to the theoretical work. And from our point of view, it's a jolly good way of weeding out the doves. Now, let's see. Who here has flown a B-27? Anyone flown a B-12? Anyone flown before? Who can drive? <laughs> ah, there we are. Stand up. Let's have a look at you. All right, take your glasses off. Okay, you can be flight lieutenant. Now, the rest of you, the rest of you get into groups of three. Hurry up. Now, each three is a crew. You can decide amongst yourselves who's going to be pilot, navigator, and so on and so on. Uh, just one word about the radios. Well, we do hope to have them in the planes by next week, but for the moment, I'm afraid you're just going to have to keep in touch by telephone. So, don't forget, take along plenty of loose change. <laughs> oh, and, and pilots fly in a really close formation, otherwise you're going to snap the wires. See what I mean? Right. Well, I think that's all for me, so now here's Wing Commander Springboard, and he's going to tell you about the bombs. Now, about the bombs, there are four main points. One, two, <laughs> four, and three. <laughs> Point one, don't ignore the other three points. <laughs> Point two, you each have three bombs, 
and each bomb is the size of a man. So before you drop the bombs, make sure they're bombs. <laughs> Point four, because we're a bit short on bombs, we want you to take along some broken bottles and rotten fruit and some really cold water. Because this time we want to hit them really hard, you see. Now, this is going to be a surprise raid. Uh, we haven't told the Germans you're coming. <laughs> so, when you get near enemy territory, keep your voices down. <laughs> Point three, this is also going to be a low-flying raid. We want you to bring back a live German. <laughs> a packet of cornflakes, two pounds of sugar, a jar of marmalade. Thank you very much, Winker. Um, right, now here's Winker on a sad cake, and he's going to tell you about the raid itself. Now, men, tonight we are going to bomb Frankfurt. At least you're going to bomb it. <laughs> By Jove, I wish I was coming with you, but somebody's got to stay behind and do the planning. Do you want to somebody stays back here and do the planning. <laughs> now, Frankfurt is on the sea. Uh, it's not on the sea. I've made one of my silly mistakes. <laughs> In that case, you better all look at your maps. You've all got maps. I'm sorry they're a bit out of date. You'll just have to do the best you can, okay? Now, you fly over Gaul, <laughs> and you drop the bombs just north of the Holy Roman Empire. That's just below the G of land of the Visigoths, right? Now, our target in Frankfurt is the armament factory, and that is between the railway station and the cathedral. And here's a picture of the cathedral in Cologne, and I'm told it's very like the one in Frankfurt, so there should be no difficulty there. All right, best of luck, man. Thank you very much, Winker. Right, then, you'll be taking off very soon now, so let's all synchronize our watches, shall we, okay? In just ten seconds from now, it will be a few minutes after eight. Okay, chaps, now finally, we'd like to leave you... Long Tate. Yeah, wait a minute, not so fast, mate. You're not bringing that on my bus. I beg your pardon. I'll say you're not bringing that thing on my bus. I'm not having that on my bus. All right? Go on, off you get. Off you get. You can't do that. I can ride on your bus if I want Look, to. It's not you I'm objecting to, mate. But what I do say is you can't bring that whatever it is on my bus. All right? All right. Now look here. I want to get from A to B, and your bus happens to be the most convenient way of getting there. Look, you seem to be a reasonable sort. And I'm quite prepared to pay a little extra. Uh, don't you start that bribery and corruption log on me, mate. I'm not having that thing on my bus, and that's that, right? You can get off this platform and take that, that whatever it is thing, that whatever... What, what, what is it, anyway? As a matter of interest, what is that thing, anyway, that you're trying to bring on my bus? What is it, eh? It's my mother-in-law. <laughs> is it? Yes, and if you don't mind... She's horrible. That, that is a matter of opinion. Well, my opinion is that she's horrible. I don't especially want to hear your opinion. All I want is to be able to get her into your bus. Look, Chief, if I say she doesn't come on a bus, she doesn't come on a bus. <laughs> and that's final. Now, if you went down on your twisted knees, I'd still have to say no. I mean, look, look, how would I look to the lads up at the depot if they saw me with my bus loaded up with articles of furniture like that? 
I mean, can you imagine it? My double deck out filled up with wardrobes and sofas. This is room. not a sofa. You could have fooled me. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute. I'm not having you insulting my mother-in-law. I never insulted her, mate. I just said she looked like a sofa. Now, where's the insult in that? You tell me that. Where's the insult? Well, then, how do you suggest I transport my mother-in-law? Tell me that. Go on. Tell me uh, that. Well, uh-huh. well. Uh-huh. You could try parcel post. <laughs> parcel post? Are you serious? I happen to be very fond of my mother-in-law. But I'm very fond of mine, too, mate. Well, you don't catch me dashing about on buses with her. Yeah, what's she doing? I'm not having her doing that on my bus, don't you? You stop doing that. She's just knitting. Is she? Yes, she is. It's horrible. Now, wait a minute. Now, well, look, you stop her doing it. Look, you stop her doing that, and I'll tell you what. You stop her, and I'll let you bring her on. All right? On a bus. Right. Well, thank you very much indeed. Well, there's gratitude for you. What? Isn't it? I mean, I do you a favour, and you get all sarcastic. That's very pleasant. That's very mannerly. That's very nice. Now, look. I must. Now, look. I've tucked her away in the luggage compartment so nobody can trip over her, okay? Now, if it's not too much to ask, I'd like a ticket. All right, all right. Keep your hair on. Keep my, Keep my hair on? All this trouble about a ridiculous little quibble. I've never known anything like it. Quite all very... All right, all right. All right, all right. Look, I'll let you on a bus, haven't I? Now, just sit down and cool off, will you? Right. Carry on like that. Now, then, where do you want to go to? Istanbul, please. Miss Hopgood. Oh, good morning, Mr. Thackeray. I'm so sorry. I thought it was a client. You know, don't apologize, Miss Hopgood. I'm glad to see that you're on your toes with the welcome rising to your lips for all our prospective clients. Remember, our marriage bureau is founded on friendliness and mutual trust. <laughs> Whose are these feet? I beg your pardon? Uh, these feet in the corner, to whom do they belong? <laughs> I'm sure I don't know, sir. They were here when I came in. Well, perhaps you would be so kind as to remove them. They are blocking the door to my office. Yes, they are rather big. As a matter of fact, I tried to ship them earlier, but they're so huge I just couldn't budge them. Well, then perhaps our combined efforts will succeed where yours alone have failed. In a situation like this, as in a successful marriage, mutual intent and cooperation can move mountains. Your feet, Mr. Thackeray. <laughs> or indeed feet. <clears throat> right. Now then. One, two, three. Heave! Oh, they're not moving, Mr. Thackeray. No. It would appear that these feet are connected above the ankle to a pair of stout shins. Well, the question now posed is to whom do these shins belong? 
I smell the blood of an Englishman. You spoke, Miss Hopgood? <laughs> no, sir. It seems to come from up there. Up there? Good heavens. Do you see what I see, Miss Hopgood? Oh. Now, now, keep a cool head. Act naturally. I shall speak to it. <clears throat> Good morning, up there. I am Arnold Thackeray of the Harmony Hearts Marriage Bureau. <laughs> Um, I'm afraid I didn't uh, quite catch your... your... Rumble groan, the giant. Yes, how do you do? And, um, and how may I be of assistance? I want to get married. Oh, dear me. A hasty heart is not the soundest basis for matrimonial intent, Miss Hopgood. Oh, I shall make a note of that, Mr. Thackeray. Yes, I wish you would. <laughs> I want to marry her. Who? Oh, I think he means me. Oh, no, no, that is quite out of the question, Mr. Uh, Rumble uh, Grown. No, that I positively forbid. You do, do you? Um, yes. Ho, 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 ho. I shall very probably eat you. Oh, Mr. Thackeray. Now, courage, Miss Hopgood, I shall not fail you. Now, Mr., um, Mr. Giant, let's talk man to man. Um, uh, cigarette. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, now tell me, sir, why do you come to me for help in finding a mate? Because nobody's ever loved me. I'm so ugly. Oh, come, come. Faint heart ne'er won fair lady. <laughs> but I've also got two heads. <laughs> oh, yes, I see. Um, would you care for another cigarette? <laughs> Now, uh, Mr. Uh, Grumblegrown, now surely you can see that your betrothal for my secretary is out of the question of why the whole idea is quite bizarre. Oh, I don't know. You'd be someone to look up to. <laughs> Please, Miss Hopgood, try not to complicate matters. I am acting in your best interests. Uh, now, sir, uh, as I have said, good looks are only skin deep. Surely you have other points which would attract the right sort of uh, lady to you. I am very strong. Why, with my little finger, I could crush that filing cabinet to tiny fragments. Ah, bodily strength is no substitute for strength of... (laughs) (laughs) See, with one puff of my breath, I could blow down that wall. Yes, uh, sound in wind and limb, indeed, but... um... (laughs) 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 Now... Out of my way, little man. Miss Hopgood is the woman for me. Blinded by passion, I fear, Miss Hopgood. Oh, dear. But have no fear, I shall cope. Trust in me. Physical violence may not always cool the passionate breast, but under the circumstances, I shall have no hesitation. Ha, 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 ha. Very well, then. Take that. Punched him on the ankle, Miss Hopgood. Oh, you were wonderful. Oh, no, come, come. The lady in distress, you know. Oh, really. Arnold. Oh, I... I... Prudence. <laughs> that 
That was I'm Sorry, I'll read that again. And it was produced by Humphrey Barclay. <laughs> Philip Tut Pancake, what did you think of it? Uh, enterprising, sort of. May I say I find it an almost cataclysmic experience? The Pamela Shinbach? I was only going to say I found oh. it an almost cataclysmic. Oh, but fearfully reminiscent of Jean Martin's lucky in the original French production of Waiting for Godot, surely. <laughs> yes. Um, but the performers, Tim Brooke Taylor, Graham Garden, David Hatch, Joe Kendall, and Bill Oddy, who also sang the songs with Gene Hart, were indubitably, um, uh, 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 May I say one word yes. to Dave Lee, who provided the music? Yeah, it depends what the word is, Pamela Shinbarn. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Graveyard, could I just mention the writers, John Fees and Tony Hendra, Graham Garden, Johnny Mortimer and Brian Cook, and Hugh Woodhouse? There, I've mentioned them. Yes, uh, well, I'd rather you didn't, Philip Tut Pancake. I don't think there's time. Uh, Pamela, Pamela Shinbar. Well, I was only going to say I found Bill Oddie's songs an almost cataclysmic. Absolutely, Captain. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yes, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. Uh, Malcolm Graveyard, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we can hear another programme in the series. I'm sorry, I'll read that again next week at the same time. So, uh, could we not uh, postpone uh, judgment uh, until then? Oh, absolutely, James Meredith. Well, I was only Up. We'll be back next week. I'm Gore Johnson, and you've been listening to The Funnies, brought to you by Carling O'Keefe.